Fantasy football has become a major reality for millions of fans. Makes him off to the 30. He scores! He scores! What a move! It takes skill to win your fantasy championship, separating the zeros. He goes to the near side, and it's picked off! Intercepted! From the fantasy heroes. Down the middle, it's caught over the shoulder in the end zone. Buckle up your chin strap for the fantasy fix. And for that, we're pleased to be joined by Marcus Grant of NFL Network. Check him out on NFL Fantasy Live on NFL Network weekdays, 5 Eastern, as well as on the NFL Fantasy Live podcast. Marcus, thanks so much for taking the time. I want to start with Sunday Night Football. Odell Beckham Jr., a game-time decision with the ankle injury. What's the fantasy approach tonight? Well, I would try to prefer to wait on Odell Beckham as much as possible. I mean, right now I know things aren't looking great, but I would rather have Odell at 70 or 80% over a lot of guys in this league. But have a contingency plan. Sterling Shepard is available in a lot of leagues. Uh, maybe you could try and get him. The other good news is if he doesn't play, if Beckham doesn't play, you have two Monday night games as opposed to just one. So there's a little bit of a deeper pool. Maybe a guy like Brandon Coleman in New Orleans is available. Ted Ginn might be still hanging out there on a, potentially a few waiver wires. So um, I would wait on OBJ because of who he is, but just know that you need to have a backup plan in place. Marcus, Nick Ferguson here. You know, looking at the Philadelphia Eagles coming in, you know, all the talk was about Alshon Jeffrey and Torrey Smith, but Nelson Aguilar has now stepped up today. Three receptions, 73 yards. There are a lot of people who didn't take Nelson Aguilar at the beginning of the fantasy season, but what is your take on him moving forward? Well, I, I think he's kind of interesting to watch, and I understand why he didn't get drafted. I mean, he, he was not good. He was not good last year, but he's a talented route runner who seems to have figured out the problem with his hand, and now that he's pretty much primarily a slot receiver, this is a role that seems more suited for him. I, don't, I wouldn't put too much stock into what we're seeing today because I don't know that you get this every week from him, but I think if you're playing in deeper leagues and you're looking for somebody to kind of fill out your wide receiver depth and be an occasional flex starter for you, I think Nelson Aguilar has some potential there. It's the Fantasy Fix with Marcus Grant of NFL Network. Real-time scoring update from Cleveland moments ago. Ben Roethlisberger firing into the end zone, hooking up with his tight end, Jesse James. Extra point good. Pittsburgh on top of Cleveland, 14-7 with 45 seconds to go in the first half. Marcus, we know all of the premier tight ends, but what's the overall assessment of Jesse James in the context of a high-powered Steelers offense? Uh, I mean, I think there's some potential there. The problem is there's been so much inconsistency of the tight end spot for Pittsburgh over the last couple of years. I mean, we thought at some point that Ladarius Green could be that guy, but unfortunately he couldn't stay healthy and isn't there. Jesse James has some potential, but at the same time, Vance McDonald is a guy who performed well in San Francisco the last couple of years and has really good speed and could eventually kind of get on the field and maybe split some time with Jesse James. So on the whole, I'm sort of staying away from the tight end position in, in Pittsburgh because there's just not a lot of clarity there. You know, Mark, it's coming into the season. There was a lot of talk about Carson Palmer and his rejuvenation and rededication to the game so far. Two in early interceptions in the game for fantasy owners that – are out there right now, would you encourage them to stick with Carson Palmer or stick him on the waiver wire? Yeah, this is not good. I, I thought that Carson Palmer had some sleeper appeal this week against that Lions secondary that really was struggled last year, but it has not been a good start. He's not Carson Palmer was never going to be a week-to-week starter for me, but if, if he's going to struggle to take advantage of what on paper is a good matchup, then suddenly his prospects for the rest of the year are severely diminished to me. Getting your fantasy analysis from Marcus Grant of NFL Network. Marcus, let me take you back to the games coming up later among the three late games. Carolina on the road in the San Francisco Bay Area. What's the fantasy assessment of Cam Newton coming back from the shoulder injury? 
Uh, you know, Cam, I think, I, I think you have to temper your expectations with him this year. I mean, they have changed that offense because they want to get the football out of his hands. So that means a lot of shorter throws. That's where Christian McCaffrey potentially shines this year. Uh, the big question is whether or not Cam will run nearly as much as he has in the past because that's where a lot of his fantasy value has come from. If they decide they want to use Jonathan Stewart as a true goal linebacker, if they want Cam to get rid of the football quickly and not run nearly as much, then I don't think he's going to be quite the fantasy superstar he was in the past. But I would say, uh, considering how bad the Niners' defense was last year and the fact that this could be a high-scoring game, I like him kind of as a, a fringe top-ten quarterback for week one. So, Marcus, last season we know about Kyle Shanahan, Atlanta Falcons, and Matt Ryan. Enter Steve Sarkeesian, and right now he's not putting up those massive numbers that he put up under you know, Kyle Shanahan. What is the expectations for Matt Ryan in 2017? I think everybody sort of expected him to take a little bit of a step back. I mean, just last year was such a magical year for Matt Ryan. I mean, those numbers he put up were, were insane. And so I think just, just naturally it's hard to expect somebody to duplicate that. Throw in the fact that there is a new offensive coordinator there now in Steve Sotizian, and there are going to be some expected growing pains. But I think over the long haul, I, I wouldn't worry too much about Matt Ryan. There's still too much talent in that offense. I mean, with Julio Jones on one side, you got the two backs in Freeman and, and Coleman, and, and I really do like Austin Hooper as a sleeper tight end this year. So today has certainly been a bit of a speed bump for the Falcons, but I think over the long haul they'll be all right. Marcus, in addition to the excitement of Sunday Night Football, the game of the day could be played at Lambeau Field, Seattle matching up with Green Bay. What's your take on Seattle's running back situation? Thomas Rawls had the ankle injury early this week in practice. You got Eddie Lacy back at Lambeau Field. Yeah, you know, I know there's a, a lot of talk of the Eddie Lacy revenge game going against the Packers. I'm I'm really skeptical of the the Seahawks. This is for me. This week is sort of a, a wait and see. I just want to see how things might shake out. I do like Chris Carson as a deep sleeper. I mean, he played really well in the preseason. The only problem is we all know Pete Carroll preaches competition, and so. I don't know that we'll ever get any real clarity as to who the number one running back is or what the, you know, the distribution of labor is going to be. Uh, I think it's going to be a week-to-week headache. But uh, if you're looking at taking a, a dart throw, especially if you're in like a keeper or a dynasty league, I think Chris Carson has some potential, uh, some potential for you in that respect. Okay, Akeem Hunt you know, surprised a lot of people. And for some people, he didn't really surprise with more than 230 yards of total offense for the Kansas City Chiefs. But – in today's game, Christian McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook, Leonard Fournette, who's having a great showing against the Houston Texans. Which one of these young backs could end up being the fantasy pick of 2017? I, I think it's Christian McCaffrey, but, man, this is as deep a rookie running back class as we have seen in a while. I mean, McCaffrey is, uh, is fantastic. Dalvin Cook, I think, is in a great situation there in Minnesota. Leonard Fournette, I think what you've seen today – is going to be how the season goes because the Jaguars don't want Blake Bortles to have to throw the ball 35, 40 times a game. So Fournette's in a great situation. I've been a Kareem Hunt fan since back in you know February and March when I first started watching this guy's tape out of Toledo. This group is as deep as we've seen from a rookie class in a long time. But I just just given situation and talent and, and scheme fit, I think Christian McCaffrey right now, he's my early pick for uh, Offensive Rookie of the Year. Marcus, we know you are busy on a Sunday. Thanks so much for the information, and thanks for joining us on the NFL on TuneIn. Hey, appreciate it, guys. Anytime. The NFL is on TuneIn. First and goal with Brian Weber and Nick Ferguson. Hear every score as it happens live every Sunday throughout the season from 1 to 8 p.m. Eastern.